0: This episode may contain content some may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Sister Strange. My name is Corey. And Holly's not here. (laughs) Um, She's having some technical difficulties because I know she's kicking around. Um, Like I can see her little green available bubble, but she's not answering me. So I'm just going to get started because we have a special guest this week. Um, Over on the Discord. Um, New friends. Um, So I have Webb with me. Say hi.
1: Hi, I'm Hi.
0: Will. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, or do you prefer to remain an enigma?
1: Um, Well, enigma is my chosen identity, but... <laughs>
0: That's your gender.
1: Uh, <laughs> identify as scripted. Um,
0: then you're in the right spot. <laughs> you're among friends.
1: I don't know. I... I didn't even know about this, this podcast until, what, like a couple months ago?
0: Uh, Have you been in that Discord for that long?
1: Yeah, I think oh, so. Well, I, mean, I don't is... know if I've been in that Discord for that long, but I know <laughs> that I've known, like, Ducky and Chew for about a year now.
0: For a little while. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't
1: yeah, no, know. Okay. Was, it was great, like, knowing that you guys were playing uh, Fallout and hearing you guys talk about the cryptids really just, like... <laughs> Your ears perked up. I, I I couldn't help but like, yeah, my ears perked up. <laughs> so, so it's really great to be here. Um,
0: yeah, I'm excited to have you, especially because Holly is lost in the ether that is the, the boondocks where she lives. Um, um, yeah, she lives upstate, upstate Connecticut. Like she's closer to Massachusetts than she is to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she thinks she hear, heard Bigfoot again the other night or the other morning. But didn't have her phone on her naturally, because um, mm-hmm. why would she? Um, I'm trying to think if there's any news, because Holly's usually better at staying up to date on the news. She just sends me a lot of stuff, and I look at it and forget about it. You um, just
1: annoy her until she comes in.
0: Yeah, like I said, – But she hasn't answered my phone calls either, which is a little concerning. But she may just be dealing with some stuff, which is fine. Um, let's see, news, news, news. Uh, I think. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Uh, No, I was just gonna say that I'm I'm from Maryland, so I am a first-hand uh, goat man enthusiast. I
0: will (laughs) have
1: to,
0: you know, we're gonna have to circle back around to that one day, (laughs) because let me tell you, that is that's a cryptid with a fan club if there ever was one. Like apparently it's
1: it's a PG County thing too, which is where I'm from. Like,
0: oh really? Like yeah. Like. (laughs) <laughs> like down the road over yonder
1: used to have people tell me ghost stories about stuff but i have never had much of a paranormal experience in my life because i just negate okay. that energy i guess
0: <laughs> you absorb it one with yourself well maryland's well, your also
1: they're normal they're
0: snallygaster normal. country right
1: snallygaster i don't think I've...
0: i have oh, i gosh i feel bad sarah's gonna be mad at me um I'm friendly, not friends with, but friendly with, there's a a woman who's opening a Snelligaster Museum. Um, and I feel really dumb that I don't recall where Sarah's going to be upset with me. Is that a Maryland uh, thing? It's a Maryland thing, thing. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's the weird. The American Snelligaster Museum will be the Um Did an episode on that too. Um will be opening in Frederick, Maryland in December.
1: Really? So I don't know if that
0: is close to home, but you're going off to college soon.
1: Yeah. So well, I mean, a... I'm not even in Maryland right now, anyway.
0: No. Oh, did you leave already?
1: Yeah. I'm. I'm, a, uh, I'm actually closer to West Virginia than I am Maryland.
0: Oh, sick. Okay. Um, but maybe home for Christmas. I don't know if Frederick is a hop- is I don't know. None of my family maybe.
1: lives there, so.
0: Oh, okay. Fair. Um, I
1: just go back up on occasion to go uh make fun of the old people who are still there.
0: That's fair. Um, but yeah, um, not to plug something else, but Sarah's rad. Um, she's got a podcast of her own, plus curating this very niche museum in Maryland. Um, super creative. Like, my coffee every morning is in my Mothman coffee mug that, uh, that oh, I purchased from her. It's very cool. Cute. Or Flatwoods, I'm sorry. It's a Flatwoods monster. But it's got Mothman and the Snallygaster and Bigfoot. And the Fresno Nightcrawlers, everything on it. She's rad. Unfortunately,
1: I'm not allowed to be sexually attracted to Mothman, as most are. <laughs> You're uh,
0: not allowed? Because
1: of the eternal rivalry between Goatman and Mothman. That, that is believe. fair.
0: That, that's fair. We are <laughs> very off topic. Um, news. Last week, ho- we talked about, or Holly mostly, we talked about the um residential schools in Canada. Mm -hmm. And the mass graves, not to bring the mood down, um, but the mass graves um, and sort of the systematic oppression and destruction of entire groups of people because colonizers. Um, And I think in the last two weeks, they found another mass grave, but I don't want to give specifics because I don't recall specifics. Guys, again, if you are in a position to make a difference and make some noise, the link for that is in our bio on Instagram and I will link it for this episode as well. Again.
1: I know that um, sometimes you feel like uh, you're just one person and you can't do much on your own, but if everybody yells, if every one person yells, it makes a louder noise.
0: Web's going to be everybody's life coach. You guys, um. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest life coach ever, but going to be a life coach. So the reason web is here today um, and we went on a tangent about this in discord like a week ago. Um, One of the things I remember most vividly from like the early two thousands, like all the YouTube videos in relation to this were at least seven years ago. 2013. Um, Yeah. At minimum seven years ago. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: Web and I discovered we both have a sort of really vivid memory of watching weird video game Easter egg videos, like compilation videos. Um well, at least I vividly remember watching the videos because I, I haven't played like 90 percent of these games. Um, and this is a little different than the episode we did like a year and a half ago. God, it's been that long. Um in which I talked about Polybius, Holly talked about the stages of grief theory in Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Um, and then we did an Animal Crossing episode when that dropped. So when I say we had a conversation, correct me if I'm wrong, Webb, it was mostly Webb talking at me. Uh,
1: yeah, sorry. That's... About these...
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, about some spooky weird if not video game easter eggs video urban game legends. urban legends <laughs> um and i've been told there's a list <laughs> this guy made a list everybody <laughs> 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 um Listen,
1: i went through a bunch of old videos and he saw has some a stuff that had piqued my interest from my past <laughs>
0: right and like i said i just remember watching the videos like i remember specific clips i remember specific I i like vaguely remember like youtubers like specific youtubers but
1: uh just go ahead and plug tap stop tat stops videos
0: pretty much yeah that's that's <laughs> god 2000 2012 2013 was a wild year
1: you uh you're talking about Animal Crossing reminded me. Did you guys talk about the gyroid face at all?
0: That's that must be where I uh where I cut out because there yes, there is a glitch mm. where sometimes you'll have the gyroid face. hmm Which is mm-hmm. terrifying. But yes, we did talk about that. All oh, right, gosh, cool. Let me, let me find the Instagram post real quick. We do have an Instagram um at Sister Strange Podcast, and I will plug that again in a little bit. Uh where are you? It was before... Do, 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 do. It wasn't that far back, was it? Couldn't be. Here it is. What did we chit-chat about? Um, oh, we talked about Ica Village. Oh. Um, we talked about... Coco, the villager who has the gyroid face. And mm-hmm. um, we talked about Blanca, which is the villager without a face.
1: She has um, a face so long as you draw it. <laughs> um,
0: and it was mostly when the newest game, um, New Horizons, dropped Dreamworld. That's when that episode came out. Mm-hmm. Um, because Oh, she's working? Sorry, Holly's working, you guys. Oh, what? So that's okay. It'll just be the Cory and Webb show.
1: Incredible. Honorary
0: honorary sister. (laughs) Congrats. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. Um, So, yeah, so we're in a little bit of a time crunch here because Webb has important things to do. Now, so, why don't you started? What do you? let's start uh, off strong. What do you got?
1: What do I got? What do you got? I don't know. i I feel like the biggest one and the one that I think that a lot of people will know mm. um from from the p s two era wait was it p s two or p s three I forget. Mm-hmm. um, but back from that era would be would be the seventeenth Colossus, that urban legend.
0: yeah. so I'm again we we have this conversation before we get started. Um, if I could spell today, cause I'm pulling stuff up.
1: There's actually a gaming um, urban legends wiki that I recommend that everybody watching the podcast check out because it's rad.
0: Yeah. So. I've never played Shadow of the Colossus. We had this conversation before we got, when we got started or before we got started. Um, I'm pretty strictly a PC gamer. I don't have the space or the extra cash to drop on a wide range of consoles, but I'm familiar with Shadow of the Colossus. I've watched enough gameplay um, and let's plays because it's a really pretty game. I think this is super duper interesting as a concept. Um, and like these creature designs are wild. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um. So tell me about the Seventeenth Colossus. Uh.
1: So back when this game came out, it was. This game was released in 2005, by the way, which is crazy. What? To... Yeah.
0: 16 years ago. This game is 16. This game could drive if it wanted to.
1: Mhm. Um. Wild. But this urban legend spins like years afterwards up until like Mm -hmm. today almost where people still want to know if there was any like uh, things in there but with the um with the new advent of like data mining that people do just commonly it's found that there there isn't really one uh but they did find some cool things in the game files while looking at that and there are actually eight colossus aside from the original 16 that were cut but were developed
0: okay. so the data for them exists mm-hmm. but it just isn't implemented okay in final gameplay so okay
1: the people who uh are still on this train really want to know if there's a way to access any of these cut colossus and that's where the rumor comes from and it just spiraled into like playground rumors and such Mm. like almost like the getting the dry the triforce rumor in ocarina of time where it's like you have to do a series of specific way too specific tasks that nobody would think to do
0: right well that's how a lot of like old school easter eggs were though especially if you go back to like the nes days and that's why you were still seeing easter eggs being found in games that are close to 40 Mm-hmm. now because it's a very very specific and very like nuanced and it's like every other thursday this will work type of mm-hmm. stuff
1: mm-hmm. but there's i'm i haven't looked into this since uh a couple of years ago actually just this mm-hmm. conversation that we had before you invited me on here was <laughs> It sparked me getting way back into this stuff, and I have not had enough time to look into developments on current rumors and whatnot, Mm. but there is a little bit of truth to the 17th Colossus, because the game dev originally planned for there to not be 16, but 48 Colossi.
0: That is a lot of game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, considering that's, that the Colossae are all you do in that game. That's exhausting. It is extremely. And 16
0: is a lot. Like, mm-hmm. 16 is a lot of tasks for someone to do. And they're not small fights. So if, no. if you guys aren't familiar with Shadow of the Colossus, because again, this game is 16 years old. Um, you're trying to wake up your girlfriend from a coma by killing monsters.
1: Yeah, because God told you to.
0: Because cause God told you to. That's how all good decisions are made. Because <laughs> God told me to.
1: It, not even just a God. A God that is in a forbidden land.
0: So. That's too long didn't read version. Um, of Shadow of the Colossus. Um, 48?
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's
0: so many. I'm they tired already. They
1: couldn't even fit it. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't fit it in the hardware limitations.
0: No, not not in 2005 you couldn't.
1: Oh. Uh. So they went down to twenty four, and then cut even more after that. Mm. It's crazy. I just
0: I just pulled up the the Ermine Legends um wiki. Uh, there's a spider, which no, thank you.
1: <laughs> uh, a phoenix.
0: Mhm.
1: Is one of the ones that was slightly developed. Yep. A, phoenix. a dragon, an actual dragon.
0: An actual dra- an actical dragon. Um Sand a worm. the Griffin a monkey.
1: Mm-hmm. Monkey wasn't um, something that we saw in the game. No. But it looked like it would have been really cool, considering how its idol animation looks. Right? Which idol stance rather.
0: Um there was a devil, which is all the wiki says. Um which says it would be a small colossus. So like Small is kind of relative in this game. Because, again, these things are massive.
1: Well, I mean, there's there's a couple that are about the size of your horse.
2: Mm. Is there like, anything that exactly small? Two.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, except they're armored and are hefty. Mm. They're kind of like bear size.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Little, yeah. And then a boar. Which the description of the boar on the wiki kind of sounds re- my brain might just be misremembering. Um which sounds familiar to another Colossus's yeah. Colossus um
1: mm-hmm. situation. It's just I it's such a shame because this game was so like impactful for its its gameplay and like design when it came out.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah.
1: It's... it's Almost upsetting to see all this stuff get cut, and I would really love to see at some point maybe a sequel. I don't know. I don't think that they would, but
0: I yeah. don't think I don't know that they would either. I mean, I think it's a game that could use a remaster. Oh, it did, did it?
1: Yeah, in 2014. When? Really? Mm-hmm.
0: That might have been what I was watching then.
1: That is the one on the PS4, the original is on the PS3 or two, I forget.
0: Whatever it was 2005's console? Yeah. It's a very pretty game.
1: Oh, it is gorgeous.
0: It's very pretty.
1: It's um, also difficult if you don't know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I... Uh, like I said, a lot of the, the gameplay I've watched, that looks hard as hell. Mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of patience. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah.
1: I I, bet people were just
0: digging real hard for that, too.
1: Oh, God, yeah. If people hadn't gone data mining, that would still be one of the most uh, prevalent Easter eggs today. Oh, I'm sure. As those things are, I don't I don't know if we would have found anything more because data mining kind of halted everything. Mm. But there have been quite a few secrets that have been found that are actually real because of this. In the new game, um they added a little secret where in, in mm-hmm. the remake actually where across the map, instead of the Colossus, there are a bunch of gold coins okay. that are very hard to see and very much follow the uh the gaming urban legend trend of being like people online were speculating over it for like a year. Hang on, let me just look that up real quick so I can remember what it is. Oh, yeah, that's right. So because of the 17th Colossus rumor and how many uh, secret rumors there were in the original Shadow of the Colossus, they decided to put a little bit of a treasure hunt in the new one. Okay. So there's just a bunch of small gold coins that are around the map that you can find. And players were speculating about that for like a year on how many there were and where they were and mapping out the entire map and whatnot. It was crazy. But at the end of it, when you have all of them, you get access to a hidden passage with a special sword. Which was entirely just a homage to how many uh, urban legends came out of the original. They wanted to put an actual secret in the new game
0: to make everybody happy. That's kind of them.
1: A very cute send off to a very prevalent urban legend from 2005.
0: From <laughs> 2005. Rad. All right, so that's one. Um, I actually kind of want to, I don't know if this is on your list. I have the feeling it might be. Can we talk about the thing that got us started on this whole conversation in the first place?
1: Hell Valley Sky Trees?
0: Hell Valley Sky Trees. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 chit chat about the Hell Valley Sky Trees real quick. Oh
1: my God.
0: because um, these things are scary. <laughs> um, and literally have no information. Um, except a texture name. Dumb. Um, so we're talking Super Mario Galaxy. Two, which came out in 2010. Um, world five, there's a level called Shiverburn Galaxy. Um, and if you enter first person mode and look up and behind you, there are these sort of humanoid, but not really figures. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Very small black yeah. shadows that kind of look like yeah.
0: blobs with yeah. little, little eye holes, little hands, arms. Um, I mean, they're kind of cute, but it's very eerie considering they're, you're not meant to see them. They're, also they're behind cool. you the whole time. Um, And like in the skybox. Very uncanny valley, like. Sort of unsettling.
1: Hang on, if I may send you an image on what they look like in game.
0: Please do. I have to go back to oh, on Discord. Okay, cool. Yep, they're so far away. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it, Web. Um. So the mountain itself and the skybox. Um. The mountain itself is called is in. The game files called Beyond Hell Valley Sky, all one bird mm-hmm. But the figures themselves have a separate texture, which is Hell Valley Sky Tree. And they're just there.
1: They are just there. They've served they're no other purpose there. in the game. Uh they've been theorized um, to be a lot. Uh the two popular theories that they either are and I apologize if I butcher this, uh, but Kodema.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The tree spirits from Japanese folklore. Yeah. Or that they may be skinwalkers uh, or shadow people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. Um, From Hell,
1: California.
0: From Hell, California, which is a whole nother episode. Um, Shadow people from Hell is like a whole nother situation.
1: So did you do any looking into anything else about these little lads?
0: I have not. um, Just because there isn't a lot to find. Mm Mm-hmm um what am i looking for which do, 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 do.
1: there's a couple of videos on youtube that just talk about the hell Valley sky
0: right um and they're kind of spotted in other games um but not really i think there's a luigi's mansion i don't know which one
1: um, that if it, if sure you're idle sky... long enough,
0: a very similar figure sort of fades in and out in one level. Yeah, or something out similar on the in the original
1: game. You can look yeah, the there's something
0: similar in one of the new Super Mario games.
1: The Luigi's Super Mario
0: 3D World, maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe. The Luigi's Mansion one is way harder to find because looking yeah. up Luigi's Mansion ghost does not help you at all.
0: No, because it's... <laughs> that's literally the game. <laughs> um, But yeah, if you haven't seen these funky little dudes, think the tree spirits from Princess Mononoke, like the Ghibli movie, and stretch them tall. It's mm-hmm. kind of what they look like. Um, I'll post a picture on the Instagram. For those of you who are so inclined, um, yeah. Sorry, I just want to talk about the one that started it all.
1: Oh yeah, this this had <laughs> so, repercussions that span timelines between our conversations. Yes, <laughs> it did. All right. And then, sorry, what else is on your list, my dear? Oh, uh, do you mind if I just like just go through like a bunch of them uh, just to go for it, just to spew a little okay. bit. Do I've it. got like the out of this dimension Easter egg from uh from Star Fox, like the original one, where it, it takes you to a literally an alternate dimension where everything's like wavy and stuff and it's super convoluted to get there. Yeah.
0: I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. It's like a multi step process.
1: It actually uh I believe that it was much much like the Lavender Town thing, which I am assuming that you guys already did, and if you didn't, I am disappointed.
0: I feel like we have talked about Lavender Town Syndrome. Um, I don't think we devoted a chunk of time to it. I think it's something we just mentioned. Mm. Um, I don't recall when, but I feel like we have talked about it.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. That that deserves its own thing. That's one of the, the biggest uh, urban legends in in gaming, I think. It was lavender town um, syndrome?
0: Yeah, and I don't remember exactly what we. Oh, come on, computer, don't be a snot. Yeah, I don't know how much um, clout I give that. Um, specifically, lavender town syndrome. I don't. I don't know.
2: Let's see.
1: What else do I have? I don't know if yeah, <laughs> I don't know if creepy pastas deserve their own little mention here.
0: Creepy pastas sometimes turn into uh, they sometimes blow out of proportion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean, remember Slenderman started as a creepy pasta. Um, well,
1: it, it started off. I believe it was inspired by I forget if it was German or not, but an actual children's uh story to keep them from going out after dark.
0: Mm, uh, everything you,
1: starts as a story
0: to keep kids from going out after dark yeah,
1: but if you yeah. if you walked too far off the path, there would be something that people said resembled Slenderman
0: the Man. Uh. we did a Slenderman episode, I should remember. <laughs> I should remember specifics. It was a long time ago.
1: Um uh, but I've I've got a couple ones like like Hero that, Brine, then our... Herobrine and Ben Drowned that are Hero
0: Brian. Let's talk about Hero Herobrine real quick. Let's expand on that. Um because that is look, Minecraft is how old now? It's been in literally every patch. Uh
2: what is it?
1: Ooh, I forget. No. Uh, There's another one. There's another Minecraft one. It, it'll take me a moment to look it up, but we can keep talking yeah, about yeah. it. do that. So, I mean, sure just... that everybody listening knows who here Brian is.
0: Well, let's assume that they've been living under a rock since Minecraft released.
1: If you've been living under a rock... Hero Brian um, was this spooky like 2009 little... 2009?
0: Yeah. Whew. I don't know how it's only 2009. <laughs> um fully Herobrine. released. It will be 10 years old this year. No way. The full full release. No.
1: Yes. No. No, no. no. Yes. yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Um
1: Jeez, man.
0: Right. Um. But Hero O'Brien is an entity, I guess. Is is. Let's stay. Let us start there. Um. That was said to be Notch's, the creator of Minecraft's dead brother that was somehow ported into the game Um, and every patch they add removed Herobrine Um, so theoretically he's gone but they keep having to remove him. Um, The weird thing about that is that Notch never had a brother.
1: And Um, any data mining on any version of the game never found anything.
0: Never found anything. Um, But it's just it's just fun to. He's just fun to find. He's like a like a very cubic Where's Waldo. Mm.
1: (laughs) Uh, On the subject of Minecraft, I'd Mm -hmm. like to give a little nod to ARGs, alternate reality games. ARGs, uh, man. It's another thing that came out of my rabbit hole uh as a when I was younger of uh, <laughs> <laughs> Urban Legends and stuff like that just uh, led to me experiencing a lot of ARGs. But one of them was for Minecraft, and it was similar to the Herobrine thing, and it's called Old Root.
0: Okay. I haven't heard about this.
1: Um it was it was confirmed fake. There was uh right. like uh, talking between the creator of the thing and the people but it was the a series and the of people okay uh, sorry <laughs> the creator of the people creator um, and the people but I lost my train of thought
0: <laughs> sorry
1: damn it um... sorry oh yeah so, Old Root followed very much the same format as the original uh, Herobrine images and whatnot, mm-hmm. but quickly just spiraled out of control as uh, this the creator of it was obviously trying to make an ARG and not just do a creepy little image. Mm. So, there was things like finding codes in spectrograms, cipher keys, and whatnot. And to this day, it hasn't actually been completed. But Mm. the creator has said that there is an end, but it just might be a little bit too difficult. But he does want people to still try.
0: Okay. Huh.
1: So if anybody out there wants to get back on the uh, the old route, ARG, go for it i'd love to see an end to it
0: yeah let us know you you guys will know where to find us at the end of this episode um yeah i've never heard of old root
1: yeah it's uh when did it start hang on uh, i forgot so this is like a lot of on the fly uh welcome to my up. world
0: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to podcasting with Corey.
1: Twenty fourteen. Okay. Is when it started, I think. So a couple years after Minecraft and definitely after Herobrine. hmm And my favorite comment being if an old root can do this, imagine what a new root could be. Okay. <laughs> no. I, I do encourage looking into it. ARGs are one of the very few sources where, unlike urban legends, there's usually uh, a lot of intended audience interaction, and it can go a lot more places than urban legend. And as much as I love urban legends, ARGs mm-hmm. tend to bring a community together in a way that I do oh, think yeah. everything else can. It gets,
0: it gets deep, man. ARGs are, ARGs are a whole other...
1: Situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you want me to finish off my list?
0: Yeah, keep going.
1: Uh, I'm here for it. Name a couple. I had the Heart of Happiness from GTA 4,
0: John mm-hmm. Romero
1: the back of the Icon of Sin.
0: Which are um, both terrifying. <laughs> They're creepy as
1: hell, man. John Romero is scary. <laughs> Let's just <laughs> be honest.
0: Scary. <laughs>
1: Um, infinite fun from the Sonic CD game.
0: We talked about that, yeah.
1: We did, but we talked let's about talk, that in let's, private.
0: Let's talk about infinite fun again.
1: Ooh, um, boy. Uh,
0: take it away. I can, I can spark notes version. Um, so oh, I gotta find the do do do. I don't want the music. Yeah, I guess I kinda do want the music. Um, so the Sega CD um is a console that's on the older side. Um so a thing you were able to do at one point with like the NES, the Super Nintendo, early Sega consoles would be playing with sound tests um and you could put in certain codes and and it would trigger easter eggs and fun little things or play like special sounds or or specific tracks um in the US version of Sonic Sega uh Sonic for the Sega CD a specific series put into the sound test would bring up a screen um, with Sonic doing his best little ha ha pointy hand, and the the page I'm looking at describes this image of of Sonic the Hedgehog as mutated with Vincent Price.
2: Oh
1: wait, and they're not Vincent wrong.
0: Price? I don't think it's specifically Vincent Price, but they're not wrong. Oh. <laughs> um, so he's kind of stretched out and very creepy. Um. And it plays the boss music
1: from the Japanese um, version specifically.
0: No, this is the U.S. version.
1: Was it? No, this the, the I U.S. It was the Japanese version that had the laughing.
0: Uh, it might have laughing, but this is it goes straight to the boss music, like the boss fight music.
1: Yeah, um, I know, yeah. The, the, the boss fight music is different between the. I forget which one is which. Yeah, yeah,
0: it, yeah, um. And then underneath this creepy, stretched out, weird Sonic, it says fun is infinite in, in font that I can only describe as belonging to like Resident Evil. <laughs> it's a very horror it says, game
1: font. I believe it's fun uh, is infinite with Sega Enterprises. That's signed. the Japanese
0: uh, version of the same thing, the same event. mm.
1: Uh, My brain and stopped. <laughs> it's okay. It's <laughs> signed by, I believe it's signed I, I... by Majin, which means something. And I apologize for anybody out there who I'm, I'm, I'm butchering your language, but I believe that that means something along the lines of Satan.
0: Yeah, it's something.
1: Something to do with the devil.
0: It's also an alternate way to uh, spell the game designers and the the messages. Oh. It's it's like a like a signature. Oh Those characters are just an alternate way to say, to spell his name.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um. Still a very old one, but it's not only that. Actually, I think this one is more well known than some of the mm. other stuff that I've talked about. Hmm. If you had any history with any of the uh, the scary Easter egg and video game videos that (laughs) that we do, I I ever (laughs) you probably have an encounter with fun is infinite at some point. So I apologize if if you repress the memory of Vincent Price Sonic. Welcome back. (laughs) Snap back to reality.
0: Welcome back. I brought up the uh, the Gaming Urban Legends Wiki, and it triggered a memory in me that I have not thought about since I was about six years old. Um, do you have anywhere on your list from Pokemon Red and Blue, Mew Under the Truck? Yes, I do. <laughs> so I remember, okay. Oh, I was
1: talking about this with, with Shu last night, and Shu had no idea. Wait, oh, wait, or no, was it Shu? No, it was Ducky. I was talking with Ducky about it, and Ducky had no clue what I was talking about.
0: Okay. Hang on to your britches, kids. 1996 is when the first Pokemon games came out in... I believe those were the American releases, regardless. um, Corey is six years old. Wee baby. Um, I have my Game Boy. I think I had Game Boy... Color, I had a Game Boy Color. It was the sort of berry-colored one. I remember. And I had Pokemon Red. And when I heard that there was a Mew in the game, because I was familiar enough with all of the Pokemon, I was like, yeah, cool. Yes, yes. Let me tell you, the number of times I got to that truck and I kicked that stupid truck <laughs> <laughs> trying to make it move to give me my Mew... Okay, so if you're familiar with the first Pokemon games, you kind of, you should know what I'm talking about. If you're not, hang in there. Vermilion City, um, would you call Vermilion City about halfway through the game?
1: I don't know. I'm not like the biggest Gen 1 person. I haven't played I would it in call, a
0: while. I would call Vermilion City about halfway through the game. Probably, depending on how you play. Um, it's when you go on the SS Anne. Um, and there's something you have to do with the SSN to get to the next...
1: Yeah, you had to get to Cinnabar Island.
0: Yeah, to get to Cinnabar. Um, and as you board, to the right of the dock is a landmass with a truck. It's just there.
1: It's actually kind and of difficult only, to get to.
0: The only way you can get there is by having a Pokemon that can use the Move Surf. Normally... You get Surf after the Queen Anne, the SS Anne, Queen Anne, what am I talking about? The SS Anne leaves port, right? So the only, really the only way you can do this is by trading a Pokemon that already knows Surf or losing a battle um, to go back to town without this chip setting sale. Um, Nintendo has not told us why this truck is there. There's nothing under the truck. There's no Mew. There's no like ultra rare item. There's nothing under the truck.
1: But it's, it's just it's a there. Asset of a truck, which is why it's, it's just there. It. Yeah.
0: And I spent hours. <laughs> <laughs> Like, looking at my sister, be like, all right, Holly, go get the cable. We're going to trade Pokemon. You can have it back. But I want to get to the truck.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. In newer iterations of the game, they actually did put items by the truck.
0: I know.
1: (laughs) God. God. I, that's one of it's my favorite just... things about these urban legends is when uh, it gets so big that the devs hear about it. And then in remakes, so, they just they just toss you the bone. Yeah, They, they give you little homages like like the yeah. coins, etc. The Colossus. And yeah, I'm trying
0: to think what else did that.
1: Hmm. Demon Souls.
0: Yeah, because you've been on that kick mm-hmm. recently. Go ahead and tell them about
1: it. <laughs> okay. Uh, in the original uh, Demon Souls, this didn't exist. But in the new one, there was a door that people found that wasn't in the original. Mm. Um, And much like Shadow of the Colossus, there was new items that people found that was certain coins.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's the coin shtick again, but mm, hey. Because they're simple. It sparked some some talking online, which gave people a lot of nostalgia for talking about a remake of a game that a lot of them had played when they were young. Right. Um, and all of this like went down for about a year and whatnot with people searching for coins, finding out that... There probably weren't enough coins in one run of the game to get through because they collected all of them and then tried to get through and it wasn't enough. So they went through a couple New Game Plus cycles, continuing to try. And when you have about 30 of them, you can actually open the door. And going through there, spoiler alert for anybody who wants to do this themselves, is a new armor set that wasn't in the original. That was from a boss that uh was really popular amongst the fans that's rad, yeah, a lot of the times they're uh these little Easter eggs are not like life changing like people think that they are but
0: well, that's i think the one of the cool things about games um and and the way people connect to games as a media bring it deep real quick um is that in the grand scheme of things they're not Mm life-changing, right? Like whether or not you found this today is not going to affect your day-to-day life tomorrow, but in the moment you are just like so pumped and it's an adrenaline rush and you're connecting to a piece of media in a really interesting way.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. It's like when you rewatch movies over and over and over again, and you're still finding new details and things are just starting to click and make sense
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's it's rad games are cool man
1: it's just it's such a and it's unfortunately I don't want to get uh, too negative but it's it's the thing that always makes me kind of upset whenever I hear people harsh on video games uh, just because you know they don't like them, and they're for nerds. Whatever.
0: Yeah, I'm a. F- um,
1: up. <laughs> is that at the end of the day, video games are just a different medium for mm-hmm. you to explore that provides a different way of absorbing media that can do things that like movies can't, and vice versa. It, at the end, it's of the really day,
0: interactive yeah that's, that's i mean it's exclusively interactive you don't go into a you go into a game or a game you go into a movie to consume
2: mm-hmm.
0: right or or you listen to music to consume um you don't necessarily interact with it games you don't if you don't progress you don't interact with it anymore
1: it's like uh the example that i i usually say to people is you can have a sense of nostalgia for a movie that you haven't watched in like a decade Mm -hmm. and be like oh i remember this this is really cool that sensation will be entirely different from playing a game you haven't played since childhood Mm -hmm. like the other day not to get too emotional i booted up pokemon platinum something that I played as a kid and I got really emotional upon hearing the music from it because I was just like I it, it hit a lot of the right beats of me remembering stuff
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's similar but different to other sources of media in that right. aspect hmm.
2: good
0: stuff uh, um, painful. we have a couple minutes left. What else do you still have? What else? What other cool stuff do you have on your on your list? I
1: only have one thing left, uh, really, so that I
0: want let's to. talk about it.
1: Yeah, uh, one thing left that I I could think would spark a discussion, and that is, I don't know if you ever had any time that you would look into, uh, the beta versions of video games.
0: Mmm. No, what do you what do you
1: um one of the ones that I remember that sparked a lot of controversy uh almost to urban legend status was the Luigi's Mansion beta aka my favorite video game.
0: Okay. <laughs> What's supposed to happen in the beta?
1: So there's a lot of unused features like a real-life timer. That you would have to complete the game under.
2: Mm-hmm. Um.
1: A lot of really... Luigi's Mansion is not what I would consider a scary game. As much as my younger self would like to disagree. <laughs> um, That's but fair. if you look up Luigi's Mansion beta images. There's a lot of actually kind of creepy images of... Like... It, if you lose or whatever, or if you don't complete the game in time, it was theorized mm-hmm. that like Mario would actually be lost uh, and oh. like actually die, and it would send it, it would give you like this this image of mm-hmm. Luigi looking cartoonishly but still kind of creepily a depressed.
0: Oh, yeah, and his face gets all kind of, like, bloated and stretchy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So people theorized that it was going to actually have a lot of, like, really, like, unnecessary darkness to it.
0: Mm.
1: About, like, how dire it was that Mario gets saved. But that goes for, like, a lot of video game betas, is that a lot of the times you'll find things that are not exactly what you would have expected to see in the final product of a game <laughs> when you look at a beta and you see right. things that uh, are a little bit on the nose <clears> like <throat> you allow me to talk about Dark Souls again real quick
0: <laughs> I will allow you to talk about Dark Souls
1: um, in the beta for Dark Souls 3 and this is a huge uh, content warning and you have you totally have my permission to cut this out if you mm-hmm. want to is that um, in the beta there is a boss known as Osiris, uh, Osiris the Consumed King. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still in the orig- in in like the finalized game, but in the beta, um, the Consumed King story is that he's really obsessed with creating a hybrid between humans and dragons. That he made a a, a child hybrid that he was trying to raise. Uh, and eventually, during his fight, he was going to go absolutely bonkers and slam his child into the ground.
0: Well, that's exciting.
1: Yeah, that's why I said content warning, and you totally have yeah. a to cut that out.
0: I might just and check the content even, warning at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, we have one of
1: those. Um, I apologize if that makes anybody uncomfortable. Uh, obviously, it was scrapped from the game. Which, <laughs> I think that that was the right decision. And now the uh, the child is invisible in a different part of the room.
0: So, he, the technically it still exists, it's just been edited in a way.
1: Where there is no baby murder.
0: There is no baby murder. Huh. Oh, this baby is
1: terrifying though. Oh, you looked it up?
0: I just looked it up. Hmm. Ew
1: Ick. Mm. Very very creepy things that exist in the betas of video games that got cut because it was a little bit too much for consumers.
2: Yeah.
1: No, that that's uh to, to bring it full circle. <laughs> uh, sort of what we were talking about at the beginning with the uh, with the Colossus mm. is that all of those cut Colossi that we were talking about were programmed a little bit in the beta and were never seen again yeah just god can you imagine
0: that not to cycle back around to that too quickly but 48 Colossi
1: forty eight
0: that's so many
1: i would I would definitely still be playing that game for like years <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, games are wild man like games are wild not to simplify it, but between weird glitches, which is something we haven't even touched on, like wild glitches, Easter eggs. And like urban legends technology man,
1: it's created a whole different medium, like not not to undermine because I still love the real life urban legends that you guys talk about on the show mm-hmm is that online urban legends are wild
0: they get a life they they gain a life of their own Mm-hmm. I mean think about it like not to come back around to it like Slenderman started largely as an internet phenomena Mm -hmm. and it evolved into attempted murder
1: (laughs) honestly
0: (laughs) like these things just gain a life of their own and the fact that you and I can sit here and talk about
1: (sighs) the different forms of it
0: Well, no, the fact that you and I can sit here and talk about games that, again, I haven't thought about since I was a kid, (laughs) and the connection is still there,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. that's wild. It is. I love it. You don't need to be in any specific area to hear about rumors about it or anything.
0: Mm Mhm.
1: Just depends on where you reside online. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and the visceral reaction we had to discovering we watched pretty much the same YouTube videos like oh, eight years ago oh
1: boy the last okay. thing that is on my yes. list mm-hmm. is Uboa and I'm not sure if I want to talk about it or if I want to hand that over to your audience to go and look up for themselves as a little homework piece it's up to you
0: uh go ahead and talk about it. Care. Talk
1: about you, Yeah. Mm. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, there was an old RPG Maker game that became kind of a cult classic called Yume Nikki or Dream Diary. Uh in it's simplified or whatever. And in this game, you play as a, a girl who essentially just goes to bed and experiences her dreams. And in there, there is one specific instance of, much like some of the other more convoluted things we were talking about, a very mm-hmm. slight chance that if you do a specific action of turning off a light that normally has no uh, relevance at all for like why you would do that, Right. So there's a very slight chance that you'll encounter this entity in the game, known as Uboa. And in this game, nothing can really like kill you. Things can transport you to places. Uh, so Uboa won't won't kill you, but if you go up and and touch it, it'll transport you to a place where you have to, uh, essentially. It'd do the come-out-of-the-dream action and wake yourself up because you can't go anywhere after that. He traps you. And this like, was like, I've
0: seen Uboa before. Like, I've seen its sprite.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, uh...
1: I apologize if I haven't been going into much detail because there haven't been much details about some of these things. But they just yeah, get I mean, really just, out of hand online.
0: They just sort of exist and that that's that's all you got. It's it's we know they're there.
1: Yeah. Oboa I would I would say is kinda like the predecessor to anybody who's played Undertale might know about uh WD Gaster. Mm. Oboa kind of feels like a like a predecessor to that whole that whole thing.
0: I I can see that. I can agree with that. Yeah. What'd you do, pig? What pig. happened? My cat just knocked the lid off his litter box. What did you do? I'll fix that in a minute.
1: Anyway. <laughs> you've done it. You've successfully gotten me to go through my entire list.
0: Yay. <laughs> this is I feel like this is a very truncated list. Truncated? Truncated. It's I don't I feel like if I let you and you had the time, we'd be here for a minute.
1: Oh, we would be, but like, <laughs> see the thing is there's it, there comes a point when I'm talking about these because I obviously I like these a lot, but there comes a time when there is no more else to say about it, right, right, which we've already had like a couple of pauses oh, when there's Sadie. been nothing Please, else to say about it uh in this podcast, right, where I've just had to stop talking because there's, no there's
0: it exists Full
1: there's no, no more
0: there is no more. <laughs> Ah, well, thanks for coming and hanging out with me. Of course, I appreciate it. We'll have to, we'll have to sorry. do this again sometime.
1: I'm sorry that I, I couldn't uh, meet the official sister, but I don't I, know. I, I'm so okay. glad to be the sister for the time being.
0: <laughs> Honorary sister. Honorary. Um, so thank you, Webb, for hanging out. Um, thank you, everybody out there, for listening. If you have something you would like to share with us, sisterstrangepodcast.yahoo.com Excuse me, Sadie. Let me do my outro.
1: <laughs> Trying to plug her stuff.
0: <laughs> Gosh. Um, any imagery for this will be on our Instagram. at Instagram? Instagram. Instagram at sisterstrangepodcast. Um, we have a Kofi. I haven't plugged the Kofi in a little bit. Podcasting is not cheap. Um... So if you feel so inclined, I highly, I, I would appreciate it. Give the Can't money. Give give me the money. Um, if you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, anywhere that can be given us a rating, give us a rating and an review. I don't think we've ever asked that before. Um, but that would, that would be kind of you. Um, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everybody.